0: I am so excited for you to jump into today's episode because I have the amazing Molly Sapp here with me. Molly is a mindset master and really dives deep in today's episode around unraveling the limiting beliefs, the limiting patterns and paradigms that are living in your subconscious mind so that you can truly make a shift and step into More money, more fulfillment, more flow, more success than you've ever experienced before. Molly is the founder of mollysap.com, Mindset Strategies for High Performance Females. She works with female entrepreneurs on everything mindset, whether it's their bodies, their relationships, their lives, and of course, their income. Molly's been studying personal development for over 20 years, and she really knows her shit. Literally, she's helped multiple people make an extra million or two in their first 15 months of business. So when I say you're going to get a lot out of today's episode, I truly mean it. And I hope you tag me on Instagram on your story when you listen I'm at The Spiritual Boss Babe. And if you are loving the podcast and you just can't get enough of it and you're getting so much value, then please, please, please take a moment and leave a review for me on iTunes because your support, your feedback, your love is so, so, so appreciated and really helps me continue to bring you the most value possible. So thank you so much in advance. And without further ado, let's welcome Molly onto the show. Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Babe podcast. If you're a woman who is ready to step into your power and manifest a life and business that sets your soul on fire... a massive impact in the world, and it's time. So let's do this. All right. Hello, Molly. I'm so excited to have you on the show. I can't wait for you
1: to dive into everything that you're going to talk about because I know you are going to drop the gold. (laughs) Thank you. It's so good to see you and it's so good to be here and all that jazz. So I'm really excited.
0: Yeah. So I know like, you do something pretty similar in helping entrepreneurial women like mm-hmm. really master their mindset and not only create their dreams, their income they want, but achieve fulfillment and freedom in all areas of their life. Really. It's not just like one thing. Mm-hmm. What, like, how did you, I know you probably get asked this question all the time, but like, how did you get started on <laughs> this path? I'm sure you have your whole backstory, but like what really ultimately led you to being like one of the go-to mindset people?
1: Um, well, thank you for saying that. Um, <laughs> I, oh, okay. it was mindset. I mean, I have twenty five years worth of research and studying in mindset, so it was kind of like I was inevitably going to do something with it, but I didn't know what the what the world I was going to. And so I was like hanging out on YouTube, like you know, watching endless amounts of videos, and then um, it was like I saw some stuff on how to make money online, and I was like waiting tables because I was pursuing acting. At working at Alma Draft House, no less. Wow! Yeah, and so I was like, I have to do something, and so I naturally fell into like, well, I could coach because I've been like helping people my entire life, so I could see myself running a business like that. And then I noted I started with weight loss because I had lost twenty pounds with just my mindset, and then um, like a binge eating disorder was pretty bad, but then. I was like, I want to give it a shot with business just because, but I had no business experience. And I got on the phone with my my weight loss clients and she was in her nine to five and transitioning into her online business. And within 30 minutes, she literally put in her two weeks notice. And within six weeks, she had doubled her her income in her online business and went on to do six figures or multiple six figures very quickly after that. So it was kind of like, I'm not a business expert, but because I've studied mindset for so long, it was just kind of like, it was a God thing or universe thing. Mm -hmm. So that's how it
0: happened. Wow. That's so fascinating. I have a bazillion other questions, which is great because this will flow so easily. (laughs) Totally. Um, Wow. That's like so fascinating. It really just goes to show you that mindset is like literally everything.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Totally. Totally. (laughs) And it's funny because I actually started my journey as well through health and fitness and losing weight. I did not lose weight from mindset necessarily, but it was a big part of it. Yeah. Um, what What do you mean when you say that? Like, what, what did that look like for you?
1: Well, I had always, I don't know where that, where that, are we allowed to curse on you? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't know where the hell it came from, but I just knew that I wasn't going to lose weight. Even as like a little girl, that I was going to lose weight by dieting and working out, I just knew it, and it was like somehow I knew about the subconscious when I was like 12 years old because that's when I started having my weight problems, and it was like I just wanted to normalize my mind because I knew I emotionally overate, and so it was like that that I I turned that on, so obviously I could turn it off, and I knew that on a level, and so I literally my entire reasoning for 20 years worth of research on. Mindset was because I wanted to relieve myself of the emotional bullshit that came with overeating. Mm. And so it was like, um, I had studied, 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 and I went to Bali and I worked with these um, at, at an acting conservatory for 30 days. It was like an intensive thing. And I came home and I realized it was just like some sort of switch went off in my head. And it was like, Molly, why don't you just eat normally and not like diet and, you know, deprive yourself and just like eat normally. And from then I lost like 20 pounds just eating whatever. Wow. Yeah.
0: And so it was kind of like a shift in your habits
1: for the most part? It really, well, cause what was going on was that I would diet, I would eat under a thousand calories, like eight to 1200 calories, like for three days. And then I would probably eat like 10,000 mm. calories that next day. And then it would be like, it was just like torture to my body and to my Mm. mind. And so it was like that day that it just kind of, that mindset went off. It was like, you know, like what if you eating normally, you were actually losing weight compared to dieting those three days. And it turns out like it was all mental shit. So it was like, let it go.
0: And was that like a fast like switch?
1: It was um I was like hundred and fifty-eight pounds and I got down to hundred and thirty-eight like within eight weeks. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's so yeah. fascinating.
1: Yeah. And, and when so be, it was like two to three pounds a week. Sorry to cut you off.
0: Well, no, no, it's okay. It's just so fascinating. And when it comes to like your clients that you've helped with their business and stuff, like what what do you think was the main like shift that they had to be able to, cause you say you're not like a business expert. It's all, mm-hmm. it's mostly mindset. Like, what mm-hmm. do you think? I'm sure it's a little different for everyone, but like, is that big shift or the light bulb that comes off that like clicks things
1: into place, I
0: guess, so to speak.
1: It's, that's like the best part of mindset. It's, it's like, it's just so euphoric. Um, it's different for everybody, but really I think it's a matter of like, um, understanding for me and what the way I approach it, it's understanding why you've held your back for, held yourself back for so long and why you haven't manifested what you want up until that point. And when they understand it on this like deep level, how their stuff has been holding them back, it's kind of like, "Oh. I don't, oh, this isn't applying to me anymore because I understand it. And wham, they just move forward at like rapid speed. And it's, it's, it's crazy. I love it.
0: Wow. How do you personally, like, do you have like a process of like getting to that deeper understanding? It sounds like a, like a major shift in like their consciousness.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, um, it's changed over the past like three or four years. Um, the, it involves a lot of journaling and a lot of like, you know, figuring out where your beliefs were formed because our beliefs, you know, our beliefs create a reality mm-hmm. and that's the simplest way to understand manifestation. And so the, um, when your, your beliefs are formed by your first interaction with your parents in your childhood. So that's, that's where it comes from. And so like, it's a lot of behavioral dynamics and um psychology that goes into place. And once you understand like why you're avoiding things, why you don't want things, like for women with money issues, a lot of it is that they don't want the responsibility and they don't want their like angry and they don't want to have to take care of everybody else because they've been taking care of everybody else their entire lives. That's a big one. Mm. So recognizing like, Oh, I took care of my mom emotionally because my dad wasn't present as a child. And now I'm like, going to be taking care of all these other people. And I got to mm-hmm. deal with all this money stuff. And ah, I don't know if I want to do it. So they play this trick on themselves that, Oh, I can't figure out how to make money.
0: And they like, get overwhelmed with it.
1: Mm-hmm. And then when they identify that they they make peace with the fact that I don't have to take care of everybody. I need to do my taxes. I need to keep my records. I need to, you know, do my, take care of my clients and I can breathe and I can give myself self-care and I can do these things. And when they're, they like accept it, it's like, it takes off.
0: Wow. So once yeah. you started like helping people with this, cause it sounds like you've known that you were like really good with the mindset stuff for a very long time. It sounds to me like it's kind of like one of your gifts that you've just known for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So once you've stepped into it and like understanding how to facilitate this for other people, did things kind of just like take off rapidly for you?
1: Um, well, that's a good question. I mean, yes. Yes. I mean, like I went from zero to 50, 50 grand a month in 15 months, but it's amazing. There- Yeah, thank you. But there was also twenty years worth of studying my craft,
0: (laughs) so exactly,
1: it's a little different. And I spent a year um, studying business, online business, for a year straight, making nothing. And then before that, I studied money mindset for like two to three years upon the twenty years worth of research. So there was, you know, like it was kind of like a moment where I realized. um, I remember I was talking to my mentor at the, at his house. And I had, I had some very deep money mindset issues. And so it was, I would have gone faster had I not had my money mindset issues. And like, I want people to know, I was saying this earlier to a client, what we help people with is normally what we're most weak at. So like, you never should feel like you can't help people with something that you're weak at because you might be like phenomenal at it, but you're, it's a weak point for you. Mm-hmm. And so my money mindset was so like, it was intense. And he said, why don't you take just take it one step at a time, like one foot in front of the other versus trying to make this big dramatic change. And when he d- said that, it was kind of like all oh, that overwhelm calmed down. And after the overwhelm disappeared, it was like, it was go time. And wow. that's when my income took off. So yes and no.
0: Yeah. No, I like that you say that because it makes sense. I think that um, most successful people or whatever, just people in general, like there's always a backstory, like before, you know, things took off Mm -hmm. with that study, that journey, the challenges, the, you know, highs and lows. Mm -hmm. And so it's like all part of the journey for you to probably learn that powerful lesson so that you can take that piece with you. Cause I'm sure you do a lot of like money mindset stuff with Mm -hmm. your clients so that you can take them through that as well. Mm -hmm. It's, so what was your biggest like money block?
1: (laughs) Um, that was a good question. Um, actually I have been digging at it for years and years and it literally came to clarity and clearing, um, this past year. And it was my mom and I had this very enmeshed relationship growing up and, So it was kind of like, it was so enmeshed that I didn't feel like I could have my own voice. And I didn't know how to manifest without thinking about all of her stuff. And so there was a hard, I had a hard time separating my stuff from her stuff. And once I realized that it was like a whole new world opened up and my income, just like unexpected income, all sorts of crazy cool stuff was happening. And it was like this not only that, but I got this deep sense of purpose behind my work again and my desire to help people. And you understand that when that's there, the income is just like icing on the cake. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was a matter of like wanting to separate myself from my mom, but not feeling as though I could because of like a codependency enmeshment kind of thing. And when you got that going on, there's a lot of different elements. It's almost kind of like a um, tentacles. And there are certain yeah. blocks like that that are really intense. And you've got aspects of not feeling like you have your own voice, being afraid of becoming like that with your clients, um, wanting to make sure you have proper boundaries, wanting to make sure that you take care of things. And like with codependency, you also feel very responsible for that other person. And so making sure that you don't Overextend yourself with taking care of your clients and thinking that their results are your worth. And it's a lot of stuff.
0: That is a lot.
1: Yeah. And I'm, I'm literally, that's just the beginning. Like there's a long list of stuff. And so it was like, Whoa, I didn't realize the extent and commitment because you're so committed to taking care of that other person and it's like with commitment you got to have commitment to success mm-hmm. and so there's like this back and forth back and forth thing like i don't know if i want to be so committed so that was the biggest thing for me wow yeah it sounds like intense
0: yeah intense yeah. but like well worth it because of all the you probably you probably felt so much lighter after you realized that
1: it, yeah the the funniest part about it was is i kind of walked around like I don't know what the hell to do with myself because like this block that I've been like trying to work through for 20 years is gone. And I'm probably wow. and it, the be- most beautiful part about it is my mom and I have the most beautiful relationship that's evolving in such beautiful ways that it's miraculous, literally. So wow! when you clean up your side of the street, other people naturally evolve.
0: Mm, that's so true. Yeah. That's so powerful. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like that, I mean, that must've been like really transformative. I can think of times when like I've had a really big aha moment and I like mm-hmm. how you explained it. It's almost like you you can't fall back on that old way of being, the old yeah. identity. So it's yeah. like, whoa, who am I really? Then, ah, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like it, an identity crisis, but not in like a bad way.
1: But, yeah. Bingo. Couldn't have said it better myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So did you kind of feel like you were starting from like a blank slate from that moment? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I actually have made announcements like, because all of that energy was in my business um, at the beginning of my business. Now that it's clear, I literally have been like, I want to s- start from scratch with wow. my business in terms of like, I want to do one-on-one, like the classic one-on-one. And I've been attracting those clients and like setting up trainings for them and doing automation, like really doing it very from that deep sense of purpose and doing, you know, another group program and turning that into automation. So it's, it's like that deep sense of purpose has made me want to like make sure that I can reach people who can't afford high ticket stuff. And so, so yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Wow. Yeah. So that's amazing. It's awesome. Thank you.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: I'm sure you're helping a lot of badass women, like shift shit, like, and help more people.
1: Yeah. It's, it's really, really powerful. The, the codependency thing is one of those that I'm like, cause it's, it's, you need therapy. And I I did a lot of therapy and I'm still in therapy, but there's a difference between therapy and mindset coaching, but it's like identifying and you get this identifying certain things and letting them unravel it. But if you've already done so much work and all of a sudden you understand what it is, it's like moving yeah. forward. So
0: and, and likely the people that you're probably attracting have already been doing the work. It's not yeah. like you're starting from square one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them have therapists. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which is good. I yeah. have I went to EMDR therapy and hypnosis oh, for a I long love time. That. It's yeah. So good.
1: Yeah. yeah. Really powerful. It sure. is.
0: That's what actually got me into hypnosis and like going down that route a little bit more because mm-hmm. it's so freaking powerful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like Absolutely. doing the inner child work and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about clearing the path. Yeah. So yeah. What were you going to say?
1: I was like, um, thank you. for so, Uh, with the inner child work, cause I did that for years and hopefully this might help somebody who's listening to this. I did the inner child work and all this work and it didn't do the kind of shifts that I wanted and I couldn't figure out why. But once I realized that I literally was little, like, carrying my mom's stuff and my mom mm. had this like belief that it didn't work or I thought that she believed that it didn't work so it wouldn't work for me. And so once I had this big revelation all this the work that I've been doing started having these dramatic effects. Wow. So make sure, in terms of manifestation, I'm saying to anybody listen to this, make sure you believe that it's going to work because it, you need to believe it's going to work in order for it to work.
0: Yeah. Like, believe that it's going to work, but you also need to believe in like what you want to call into your life too. Absolutely. (laughs) How do you go about like helping people really get behind the belief of what they want to call in? Like say it's something that that really stretches them. Mm Do You have like, um, a go-to kind of thing that, cause a lot of people ask this question of like, Mm -hmm. I know I want this, but I don't really know if it's possible or I don't really, it scares me or Mm -hmm. I don't know how, they it stuck um, in the how.
1: The, the thing that I go to is figuring out why do they really want it? And because every desire that we have comes from a deep place within every pure desire. Let me phrase that. Every pure desire that we have comes from a deep place within us. And when we can dig inward and go deep with ourselves, we know what, is meant for us because we're in tune to it. So what I try to get them to do is to listen to themselves and to really understand why they want what they want. Because if they want a billion dollar business and they're like, I don't know if it's possible, but they want it, so they're still going after it. But if they really start digging in and listening and understanding that, you know, God, universe, whatever the hell you want to call it, them on this earth to have those desires, and they treasure that and walk in that and believe that, that they were given desires, they don't necessarily need to believe that it's possible in order for them to understand the hunger that they have for it, if it's a pure desire. And once they come to terms with, because a large part of the reason that people think something is impossible is a, a lot of times they don't know if it's a good for them. Mm. And like being famous or having a lot of money, people don't necessarily know if it's a good thing or a certain guy or a certain girl and shit like that. And so once they realize that it's like, it's God given or it's universe given, then they're like, well, why wouldn't I be meant to have this? And so then they start to work through the the beliefs and stuff that's holding them back. And it just kind of naturally unfolds that they start to believe that it's possible. Wow. It's a, it's a long cool. process, but- not to cut you off. It's just kind of like, well, if you want a billion dollar business, it's going to take some time for you to believe that it's possible, but that's yeah. okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like how you explained it though. It's like a really powerful way to explain it of like, why not? Like, why wouldn't you deserve it? I mean, you were born yeah. worthy. Oh yeah. I think that there's a lot of like uh, guilt and like fear around the things that most people want, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. And that's like so important to work through. Because mm-hmm. the more good people who have more money, the more lives we can change and raise the vibe of the planet.
1: I totally agree. So. Um, I totally agree. And I think that, excuse me, I'm drinking sparkling water. Um, mm-hmm. the, the thing that I think that is so important is that when, they, when, they, when we connect to the pure reasons as to why we want that money it not only changes the planet, but it also changes the way that we see money and that helps change the level of poverty throughout the world as well. Because there's a lot of people who don't have a lot of money because they think that it's bad. It's not Mm -hmm. bad. So I think that that's a big reason why there's poverty because it's like, oh no, it's bad.
0: Yeah. Or if I have a lot of money, that's greedy or that means other people will have less. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, the, it's like the, the, this old paradigm that mm-hmm. people are still stuck in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's like, it's crazy when you think about it. I mean, that it's limitless at the end of the day. I mean, money is like always being printed. It's never going to stop or it's going to just become all just a number on a screen.
1: <laughs> exactly. I mean, practically already is. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy if you think about it like that because it's literally a number on a screen. And it's like just out in the ether somewhere.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it literally is Very energy. Well said. Yeah, totally.
0: Oh, it's so crazy. Um, so going back to how you were saying, cause this is a question that was like in my mind that I wanted to pop in when you were saying how you released like things that were your mom, uh-huh. how did you know the difference of like what you were carrying that wasn't yours?
1: That's a good question. Um, were you finished? I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, that was, that was it. Well, it's funny because I had been walking around for years being like, well, I think that of course I would have this. And of course this would be what I would want. And of course this is what I want. And it, it took a, it took also outward things that happened in our, my mom and I's relationship. Like it, there was a one time it was several years ago, but I kept saying to her, I'm not you, I'm not you, I'm not you, because she had her own stuff. And so she didn't understand that there was, I was different than her. So she just assumed that I was exactly like her. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a, you know, it was a toxic thing, but, you know, like that happens with all parents and stuff like that. And so, but I wore that belief that I was just like her. And so, Finally, when I started changing that belief a long time ago that I'm not her, we didn't talk for six months. And then when I talked to her again, we were sitting on the patio and she was like, she was like I, I literally had a moment in the bathtub where it was like, God slapped me energetically. And I was like, she's not me. She's, she's not me. And so that was the beginning of it where I started noticing, well, what's mine What do I want? What are my desires? And then it was looking at the unconscious stuff because with me and manifestation, I was either staying exactly the same way that I am like with my mom Mm -hmm. or I was in proving mode where it was like, I'm gonna effing prove that I can do this. But then I would go back down to where I was. And so I knew that I had to solve that with, so my income was like 30, 50, 30, 50 grand a month. And so I was just like, I have to change this. And because I had manifested so much stuff, it was like, wham, able to like see the difference in how it all was interwoven. But I had known because of so much journaling and like looking at stuff. And I had been thinking like, well, I believe that making money is easy. And I believe that, you know, like clients come to me naturally, easily, and effortlessly. And I believe this. But then I would have this other voice in my head that was like, "But clients are hard to come by, and da 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 da, and da 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 And so it was like I couldn't get that voice out of my head. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until that happened that I was like, "Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: like oh, it wasn't yours to begin with. Yeah, yeah, and that was yeah." I think that's really powerful because I I know that a lot of people could probably resonate with that that are listening to this right now. I mean, I certainly have dealt with that and sometimes that voice still creeps in and it's like, what the fuck, you know? And it's old stuff that needs to be worked through. And I think that it's important to decipher what is yours and what is not and tune into feeling what really is and what's not Mm -hmm. so you don't carry it with you.
1: Yeah. The thing that I just wanted to note right there that's important for anybody listening is that I had to build up my self-confidence and my own worth and my own wisdom and know it because had that not been building along, I probably wouldn't have attracted that information that helped me to understand it all. So it was kind of like, being more grounded in who you are and your worth, you start to go, well, this is what I want and this is what I stand for. And that starts to build really intensely. So it's that other voice, the voices start drowning themselves out.
0: And they get quieter because you're standing like in the truth of who you are. Yeah. Or in other words, like aligning with your soul. Like, Mm -hmm. I love how you put that. Yeah. Thank you. So good. Thank you. So what, what are some of your other manifestation secrets? I'm like, um, I'm just having you spill all the beans here. <laughs> That's what I, here love, I love hearing like other perspectives and other teachings. Oh, I totally like, do. The way you explain things is like so good.
1: Thank you. Um, this, one of the biggest secrets is checking myself and helping my clients check themselves on arrogance.
0: Mm. I know that
1: sounds weird. Maybe, I don't know, but uh, uh, the biggest block that I've seen across the board is arrogance, meaning thinking that you're not blocked on something that is actually the exact thing that you need to release or work on. And, and humility, I love it. My, my father has, is incredibly humble. And he taught me that humble the fuck out of yourself, because when you're humble you, you are exalted. Like it says that in the Bible, it's like he who humbles himself is exalted. So when you're humble and you stay humble, you understand that, you know, there, it could, anything could be holding me back. And I don't even necessarily know that I'm wired to be able to, you know, I'm not wired to be able to see it. So if I have someone say something to me, then I'm going to look at it. And when you, when you're like that, you the you're less triggered about stuff, you're able to look at yourself more, you're able to stay open to things. And when you're like that, it just kind of you're like a vessel that opens that's open to moving forward in big ways that 90% of the population isn't. So that's one. Mm-hmm. Um two is victim mindset. It's a, big, a big, big one thing for me. Yeah. And it's kind of like when someone says I can't, I don't anything along those lines, or I feel like there's something stopping me, there's a part of you that is, there's not a part of you, you're literally directing that and acting like, you know, that you're creating that reality, saying that you can't figure it out, but really you're, you're creating that so that you can say that you can't figure it out. So I like for people to look at, why do I want to create the whole victim story? And why do I not want shit to happen and then looking at the end result of what's going on. And so like, let's say you want to manifest a million a year? If you're saying, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't. Well, looking at why am I saying that I can't? And usually it's a, you know, responsibility, family, uh, thinking that you're bad, thinking, you know, worthy stuff, et cetera, et cetera. And so- recognizing that it's not that you can or you don't know how, you don't want to at that point. Mm. Once you identify why you don't want to and then you look at, well, the end result of me being making a million a year is all this stuff would happen. Make that list of the things that would be in your reality and look to let go of where you are with this victim stuff and move towards that end result by doing things that would be in that end result and because it's like you're a magnet for your current reality, you have to be a magnet for that end result. And so there's got to be some electric magnet magnetism that pulls you to that end result. And that I think really comes from like your purpose, your inner core, your inner strength, yeah. what, like why you deeply want what it is that you say that you want. So- if you want to make a million a year for the love of God, figure out the deep reason why you want to make the million a year. Don't do it just for ego reasons. Cause it's, it's going to make you miserable.
0: Yeah. So you know. do you find that for people who are like stuck in the victim mentality or whatever, that it's challenging for them to even admit that like they don't want it quote unquote. Oh
1: it, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a tough, I mean, control. we've all gone there at times. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a tough pill to swallow. It's um it's a tough pill to swallow and like once women who I've worked with who become way more uh self-aware and have gone through the shifts a lot that it turns from I can't and I don't know how to I know I'm in victim mode but I still can't see da da da, da so it becomes you know harder and harder um but yeah there's I've had a couple of clients not be too happy with me because I've said it to them. Um, but it's good for all of us to, to face it. Um, one, one woman that I was on a coaching call with, she had been through a really bad breakup and she got on the phone and she was like, I mean, like this guy was just horrible to her Mm. and she was just so in love with him. And she got on the phone and she was like, Molly, I don't understand how I'm, you know, this is a victim thing where I created this. And I was like, okay, well, how many times did you know that something was off in that relationship? And she was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and so wow. from, from that moment, her intuition was telling her like way before he broke up with her that something was off. So yeah. you, you intuitively, you know something's going on, yeah. you know,
0: but always yeah. check yourself. I mean, I've totally been in those situations too, like especially when it comes to relationships. And it's like um, when you when you take responsibility for like how you're at cause, then you become more empowered to create the effect that you actually want.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. So that's really powerful. And it's yeah. so powerful having someone like outside of your box to like reflect back to you, you know, because we can't see half the shit that's going on.
1: Right yeah I mean, like um that's why you hire my, people like us that's that's why you do because we're not it took me forever to get this, but we're not literally biologically wired to see this shit we're just mm. not so it's like you know I had a client the other day say, like, Oh, I can't figure out why I can't reprogram my mind on my own, and mm. I'm like, you're not supposed to it's just so don't beat yourself up about it. Whoever's listening, for the love of God, we're not supposed to.
0: Yeah. How long have you been on the journey of like the mindset stuff, like um, like getting help outside and everything?
1: Uh, that's a good question. I started. Um, it was. Um, uh, I was in New York City for acting school. I used to live and, in New York
0: too. Oh, really? What part? Um, I lived all over Manhattan. I moved a lot. I moved there. I lived there for like eight years.
1: Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Super cool. I lived in Brooklyn Heights while I went to the school in Chelsea. Oh, nice. And um uh I had a roommate that left in the middle of the thing, and I had um a Indian woman from Trinidad who I just adored uh come in and I would go and get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. And it would be like four in the morning, and I would look over, and she would be sitting up meditating. And I was like, "What the hell is she mm-hmm. doing?" And that led me to go. I need to start studying some of this. And that's when, like in New York, I hired a healer mm. and started um, meditations, so, like meditation classes, and then I went to yoga classes, and I hired one-off healers and stuff. But in terms of having a mindset coach, I didn't until probably six months into my business, I had a mentor that I had worked with, but mindset coaching, not yeah. until six months in.
0: But I'm sure you've done like the therapy and all this other stuff oh, that yeah. like, you know, is Oh yeah, similar but different.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Therapy, I was in therapy when I was in high school and middle school and um, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Wow. I yeah. mean, it's so powerful and needed and important, I feel like Mm -hmm. (laughs) to undo all of the stuff that was done and subconsciously growing up for most people. Yeah. You know, it's like, I feel like as adults, we like basically need to like re not relive our past, but like reparent ourselves and like unwind everything all over again. Yeah. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's why I think that if there was like, if, children, uh, schools for children were focused on personal development, I think poverty would end. Like I, I really, really do. Um, so, I mean, if I could know all this stuff when I was a kid, oh my God, I would do. It. Totally.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you're already doing amazing things. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. Do you think that like, so when it comes to knowing how to do something, Mm -hmm. you're like, you say people, you know, people, when people shift at their subconscious level and they shift their mindset and their beliefs and everything, things just start like happening Mm -hmm. kind of like not, it's not always like logically understood. How does that work? And like, how do you explain that to people who get stuck in the how,
1: (laughs) as I'm asking how? (laughs) Yeah, no, I love it. I mean, like it's one of the number one things that like the it's like, but how, Mm -hmm. um, The, the first thing that I say is like, if you want to fucking stay where you're at, keep asking how this shit, this shit works. (laughs) And I had that's um, so good. Yeah. And so that usually shuts people up. But the second thing is, um, I have a very, very analytical, like Ivy league grad, just genius client. And she's like, but how, but how, but how, and she's, you know, like just genius. And, um, And I said to her, and she's very happily married. And I said to her, I was like, do you, this is a little graphic, but I was like, do you, so do you care about knowing how your husband, you know, like gives you phenomenal sex? And she was like, no. And I was like, but you know that he does. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, would it kind of mess things up if you were literally like, but how do you do this? And how did you know this? And how did you do this? And how is this? And I was like, wouldn't that kind of defeat the purpose? And she was like, yeah, probably. And I was like, okay, that's one example of it. So think of it as, and I think that's why, you know, uh, uh, mentors are teaching the whole uh, sexual energy and transformation and stuff like that. It's kind of like you're Making love and co creating with the universe and God and stuff. So it's like you need to trust it that it's doing its work and let it, you know, move through you and like relax and receive and, you know, hit those bliss points of the magic of it because it really is magical. Mm -hmm. And in terms of how to understand the how, I think understanding the basics of manifestation and uh, how it all works. And just like putting your head down and like watching a ton of YouTube videos on manifestation. Uh, what's the, what is the word? Uh, physics, no. Oh, quantum it? physics. Yes. Thank you. Yeah.
0: I'm all about the quantum stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally, totally, totally. And understanding like, you know, if you're very scientific, um, understanding flow and because there's a lot of science behind it and however the hell you understand it. For me, it was like understanding God because I was raised in, you know, church and, you know, faith and how everything works. And, you know, Aristotle and Abraham Lincoln, they all say that your thoughts create your reality and practicing like manifesting a parking spot and small little Mm -hmm. things. So you start to see evidence of it and it's, it takes some time, but the, um, in terms of manifesting something specific, like, let's say you want to go from, 80 grand a month to two to three million a year. Let's just throw that out there. Mm-hmm. And you're like, um, you're like, but how? But how? But how? I have to have all these more customers and I have to do all this, you know, at these leads and I have to do this and I have to do that. If you're literally just focusing on getting to that multi million dollar level and being that multi millionaire, it will naturally, the ideas, the structure, the lead gen, like a, a guest blog or a podcast that will make you go viral will pop in your head to do, uh, and you'll know these things. And so it's kind of like, if you understand all the principles of manifestation and you like, you're testing it and you understand that if you keep saying how it blocks the process from happening, you start to go, okay, let's give this a shot. And you know, you give it a shot and it starts working for you mm-hmm. or you hire someone to help you see what the hell's going on. It's pretty easy to understand that it does work cause you'll see it happen, mm-hmm. but sticking to it and understanding it on a deep level is a whole other ball game.
0: Yeah. It's definitely like a practice, like a, a, just oh, yeah. a practice and a knowing that develops and it's like a trusting and surrendering and like, like how you said, like be that multi-million dollar version of yourself. I always talk about that too. It's like, yeah. it's all about the being and the, the doing comes from the being. Yeah. Like totally. the how comes from being that version of yourself in your habits, and your identity. Mm-hmm. And that's the real work. Yeah, absolutely. This is so powerful. So, so what is your like vision for your business and life going forward from here? Like, would you have anything big planned in the works like for your, whatever you're doing?
1: Um, I'm actually teaching myself. I love teaching myself how to do things. Um, I'm actually teaching myself how to write screenplays right now. Wow. Yeah. Because I was in acting and one of the most beautiful things that has happened to me through this coaching business is I realized like, I don't want to be an actress. It was a super like super ego driven, and once I put that down, I started realizing like I write ten thousand words a day Whoa. and do so yeah That's on a, a very lot. yeah yeah it just I'm like it flows out of me, just flows out of me, and I love movies and I love studying stuff, and so I'm like I have this beautiful coaching business, and one of the things that I stand by in terms of running your business as a coach, especially is live the life that you want, create the lifestyle that you want. And for me, it's waking up the morning and watching a movie and writing down flashcards on how this, how it's structured and stuff like that. And then going and doing my coaching stuff. And, um, and I also want to get into real estate, um, which I'm going to move back to Houston, probably going to keep my place here. Um, but invest the money that I'm making in coaching into, real estate. I want to have like a few different businesses.
0: That's um, awesome.
1: Yeah. I love business. Love it. And, um, yeah, in terms of coaching, I think I want to write a book, but I 10,000 hate- words a day. I think you can bang it out in like a freaking <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but the, the, like, I don't like writing actual per, a personal, I don't like writing about my past. Mm. So I'm like, I don't know how the hell I'm going to, you know, work that um, but it, it'll come if I'm supposed to. Yeah.
0: So. And you probably already even have it like just based on videos and trainings and stuff that you've yeah. compiled. Yeah. I mean, I could see it in my mind's eye right now, actually. <laughs> the cover <laughs> is like a teal, bluish, greenish. For oh summers. my
1: God. <laughs> That's cool. I love it. I love it.
0: That's all I see. But yeah, that, that would be cool. Too. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Like a money book or a money mindset. I don't know, obviously, but I'm just throwing ideas out there because (laughs) I think that's awesome that you're writing your screenplay and like just really following your passions and, you know, living the best life. It's inspirational. Everyone listening, I'm sure you guys are getting a lot out of this. Um, Where can people find you and connect with you and check out everything that you're doing?
1: I'm on mollysap.com and I'm currently like restructuring my website. I went from having a $15,000 website and all the shebang and and bullshit to like realizing after the whole uh, revelation of the enmeshment with my mom that I wanted to just like start, like I said, start over. And so if you like email me at mollymsap at gmail.com or there's a way to contact me on my website, mollysap.com or reach out to me on Facebook which is, you know, so I'm yeah. at the basics right now, which I love.
0: <laughs> That's so cool that you just like are starting over from like this new energy, this new way of being that you've stepped into.
1: It feels really good.
0: Really, yeah. really good. Yeah. And I'll have the show, the, the uh, links in the show notes as well for those of you listening. But thank you, Molly, so much for coming on. Is there any last things that you want to share? Any last words you want to say before we wrap
1: I love your hair. Like, I Thank you. I love your hair. <laughs> I love your hair. The guy that I'm talking to, he's like, "It's so hot when chicks have their have their sh- head shaved." I'm oh like, my god! Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh god, do I do it?" It's it's too scary to me. But I'm like, I just think it's so cool. Uh-huh. For, like I admire the hell out of your edginess like oh my god
0: it, so. thank you so much I was not expecting that
1: <laughs> I literally I shaved that.
0: the side off like maybe six months ago now and it felt so good and I shave I it that. I shave it myself like to keep it up it just it feels so good to shave it it's so yeah. weird
1: I like want to but I'm like oh I don't know if I would be able to handle that but oh god I think it's so
0: cool oh so, so cool yeah you should totally do it if you want to
1: <laughs> I might I might <laughs> I might
0: I think you okay. could rock it <laughs> well thank you. Well this was so awesome. I'm so glad we got to connect. I am I look forward to connecting in person even too.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. If you want extra motivation to manifest a life and business that you're obsessed with, then find me on Instagram at the babe or visit spiritualbossbabe.com. I love you and appreciate you so, so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you have a magical, day.